the Morris Ford lynchings, the Atlanta race riots, the Harris County lynchings, the Jackson County race riots. Of course you weren't talk about this in school. Class is back in session. Welcome to Hidden Lynchings. We back again. This is Alan Holmes. We got episode five. We're going to keep going. Like I said, I'm going to drop a 10-episode series, and I'm going to release it all. Today, we're going to talk about the Harris County, Georgia lynchings. Um, unfortunately, there were many lynchings in different counties in the state, and Harris County had a few that we're going to discuss today. Um, as always, let's start with the backstory. Uh, January 22nd, 1912 uh, was the time of one of the lynchings that we'll begin with. Uh, just to let you all know, Harris County is a county in west and central Georgia. It actually borders Alabama, so it's kind of in the western part of the state. So let's get into it. Uh, landowner Norman Hadley uh, was killed. Uh, Mr. Hadley was a white man in Harris County who owned property, was a landowner, um, but he was a bad guy from what they say, from what the research says. Um, reports are that he was a playboy. I mean, he had a wife, but he, you know, he was out there and he was also a predator to black women. I keep hearing the word predator in connection to Mr. Hadley. So I'm assuming that it could have been rape. He could have been violent towards women, but he had this reputation within the community. So eventually Norman Hadley was killed. I'm sure he probably was killed by someone who he, he had wronged. Um, needless to say, you know, he left the earth and he was killed. Um, one black woman and three black men were suspected of being involved with his murder. Uh, and the one black woman and three black men were eventually lynched. Let's start with uh, Ms. Dusky Crutchfield. She was the first woman that was ever lynched in Georgia history. And she was lynched after being accused of being connected to the murder of Norman Hadley. Um, Eugene Harrington, Burrell Hardaway, and Johnny Moore were also lynched. Um, they were taken into custody by Sheriff Marion Hadley, but they were never arrested. There was never too much of an investigation as to what happened. Um, there wasn't too many detectives that were looking into things who worked for the sheriff's office. Um, but unfortunately they were, they were eventually lynched by a mob of a hundred men, strung them up, lynched them, shot them. And the, the most sad part about this is that all three of them later on, it was found that none of them were involved in the murder of Norman Halley at all and were actually innocent. And that's what I think you see in a lot of lynchings in Georgia and other places is that accusations were thrown around against individuals. People were lynched, people were killed, and then after the fact, it was found well after that a lot of these individuals who lost their lives and were lynched had nothing to do with any alleged crimes. And the second, um, the second lynching we're going to go over is uh, the lynching of Henry Peg Gilbert. That's Henry Peg Gilbert. 
He was a successful farmer. He was a well-known and successful farmer and businessman. He owned 100 acres in Troop County, which was a nearby county. And he was just an all-around successful businessman who had money. And he was somebody who um, was prominent within the community. Eventually, Mr. Gilbert was arrested by the Harris County Sheriff for uh, the alleged crime of harboring a fugitive. Mr. Gus Davidson was the fugitive that he allegedly harbored. Uh, Mr. Davidson was accused of shooting a white man in Harris County. So the Harris County deputies went across the border to Troop County and arrested Mr. Harry Peg Gilbert. Mr. Gilbert was eventually taken into the Harris County uh, uh, jail. He was eventually shot dead. So after this shooting occurred and they were supposedly investigating, um, you know, the sheriff's office and the deputy who shot Mr. Gilbert claimed self-defense. They claimed that they were attacked. Um, but the interesting thing about it is, as, and no, nobody was ever charged or convicted, but the Civil Rights and Restorative Justice Project found that Gilbert was beaten previously before he was killed, viciously beaten, and he was shot five times. And after the investigation uh, continued, where people from the community were interviewed and witnesses and things like that, it was alleged that um, he was killed and he was beaten because white residents in Harris County and Troop County and other areas resented his success. And I want to discuss that a little further is that what we see with some of these lynchings and some of these murders is that you have black men who had the unfortunate experience or the unfortunate outcome to have just been successful at that time. It happened time and time again as I do this research is that you find that successful black men, even despite the racism, despite the injustices, people who were still successful were eventually killed because there were whites who were poorer, who were not as successful, who resented this success. And these men lost their lives for no other reason than being successful. So this is a shorter episode. This is about a we're not even at the 10-minute mark. I mean, most of the episodes will be between 10 and 12 minutes. And I understand that. Um, not all episodes will be long. But what we need to understand about the lynchings in Harris County is that this just continues a trend in Georgia in terms of Georgia having a history of brutal lynchings and a, a large amount of lynchings that happened in this state. And so, as I say every time, all Americans, all Georgians need to know this history. This isn't something that just black people need to know about. This is something that white, Hispanic, Asian, African, Indian, it doesn't matter what your nationality is. You should want to know the history of this country. And before you accuse people of complaining, you accuse people of not working hard, you accuse the system of people of making excuses you need to first off understand what happened in this country and the brutality that occurred. Because before we can move forward, people are going to have 
to come to grips with the past, accept and take it in first, because a lot of people don't even know that these lynchings occurred. If I asked a random Georgian on the street, somebody from Atlanta or some part of Georgia, whether they knew about the Harris County lynchings, the average person has no idea that this happened. So the first thing we have to do is educate more people, period, about what happened in the past. And I feel as though once people understand what happened in the past, maybe we can ensure that this doesn't happen in the future. Maybe we can ensure that more people come on board with the prospect of reparations because these lynchings point to a situation where reparations goes far beyond slavery, beyond Jim Crow, beyond redlining, beyond other government-sanctioned policies that robbed uh, black Americans of the ability to build wealth. Another argument for reparations is reparations for the violence that occurred, for the murder that occurred. No one was ever charged for many of these incidents. And so reparations encompasses atonement for that. And you also have, again, many wealthy individuals, many people who were landowners, who were successful, who were murdered. God knows what happened to their property. Many people who were threatened and and, 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 and uh, attempts were made for them to move out of the communities they were in because they were black, they had to sell their homes at a loss many times. So these individuals deserve reparations. And so we're going to continue documenting these stories uh, because we think it's important that people know about what happened. We're going to start with Georgia. So these first 10 episodes, again, are specifically going to hit on the lynchings and the violence that occurred in Georgia. So we're going to keep at it. Uh, We're going to keep going. Really, this is about education. We want to educate the masses. We want people to understand the history of the state that they reside in and what occurred. As always, I'm Alan Holmes, and I'm out.